It was particularly brutal and gruesome this weekend that the Russians decided to drop more missiles on um, uh, Ukraine. And in this case, uh, seriously damaging a residence where about 1,700 people live. And dozens of them were killed. Many more are missing. This is just a brutal all-out assault on civilians designed to continue to demoralize Ukraine. And I guess beat them into a corner where they'll say, okay, you can have some of Ukraine if you'll just call it off. Here was some insight into whatever chapter we may be in in this conflict is Russia-Ukraine scholar from the University of Pennsylvania, Kimberly St. Julian Varnon. It's nice to have you. Good morning, Professor. Good morning. Thank you for having me. We've gone through quite a few phases in all of this, and it started with, I, I think, Vladimir Putin thinking that everyone he was going to be welcomed, and even if he wasn't, this was going to be over before summer. Um, but where are we now? Right now, we are in what I would call a, a war of attrition, essentially. Um, so we've had discussions that Ukraine is interested in a peace treaty, that Russia may be interested in a peace treaty, but those aren't necessarily correlating to what's happening on the ground, where we've seen constant Russian attacks on civilian infrastructure, including the apartment building you were just speaking about, but also Ukraine has had an influx of Western military aid that's come in. So I think we're in another phase of this war, but the war's not ending anytime soon. So the latest request, I think, was for tanks that Canada is looking at, and people from all over, you know, NATO are also looking at providing all kinds of, you know, everything from intelligence to hardware, but is is it winnable for Ukraine, or is this just about keeping the Russians away until they get tired? I think it is winnable for Ukraine, but Ukraine will require significant military aid from the West. Um, we know that a lot of Russia's systems are dated, and you know, but Russia does have an arsenal that would enable it to fight a very long, drawn-out war, even though it might not be able to win. So with Western power, I think Ukraine can win. But that win won't be anytime soon. Russia will continually throw thousands of young men and bodies at Ukraine. But the question is, if we do end with a negotiated settlement, can you get both parties to make any agreement? Because they seem so fundamentally different in what their aims are. Well, and I'm not asking you necessarily for an opinion as to whether you support this solution, but there are those who argue that, you know, allow Russia to keep the territory it holds now and maybe Russia will, will call it off. I mean, do you think that could happen? It could happen, but historically this hasn't been the solution. I mean, we saw this after 2014 when Russia illegally annexed Crimea. We had this with the Minsk agreements, Minsk one and Minsk, and Minsk two, which essentially allowed some form of autonomy for parts of Luhansk and Donetsk, and then, you know, that still didn't stop the Russian invasion in February 2022. So the question becomes, how many times can we allow Russia to do this? Because it did not work the first time. Thank you very much for this. Thank you.